Hey mamas, welcome to Breastfeeding Relief with Bethany. We share incredible stories, tips, and breastfeeding ideas to help on your journey. I'm your host, Bethany Laverne, a lactation consultant and speech therapist who helps mamas with breastfeeding. Not all breastfeeding stories are the same, and we dive into those topics. Welcome back, mamas. I'm so excited to have you. So today we're going to jump in and talk about speech therapy. I know that sounds weird because usually we talk about babies, but when I think about the later years, so let's say we don't get our tongue tie revised, which is completely fine. It is up to you. Make the best decision for your family. But as a speech therapist, these are things I see later on, right? So if we say function is good, breastfeeding's going well, leave it alone, right? That is fine. However, as we move forward, let's talk about some of the things we're going to see as a speech therapist that I see every day when I work in the schools. Um, I've worked in the schools for um, over 10 years now. So things I see in the schools, um, specifically, especially when we start to get into that kindergarten, we do kindergarten screenings, kindergarten roundups, they usually see a speech therapist as one of the stations. So things we're looking for with kiddos, things that I feel like I see a lot with kids with tongue ties, um, frustration with communication. They are not able to get their wants and needs across, which is going to be difficult in kindergarten when they're trying to tell the teacher, I have to go to the bathroom Um, or I need a drink of water, whatever it is, kids are getting frustrated and then they get angry. We have meltdowns. Okay. So usually the parents, especially mom, usually is the one that can understand them the best, right? But now we're going to school. We have anywhere from 20 to 30 kids in a kindergarten class. Um, they might get frustrated pretty easy, pretty quickly. Um, other things we see is sometimes stuttering, um, slow or slurred speech, um, airs with their vowel sounds, they avoid certain words. So they talk around the word, you know, instead of saying dog, you know, they might say, you know, that like fluffy thing that lives at my house, it walks on all fours, it has a tail, right? But they can't say dog. Um, And not everyone's able to understand your kids. So we talk about in a conversation that you do not no. So instead of saying like, how is your summer vacation? I mean, you still might not know that answer. Um, or even, you know, what's your favorite color, right? You can usually kind of guess like, oh, it kind of sounded like purple or maybe red or blue. Right. But if you ask a bigger thing, how is your summer vacation? And you have no idea what they said back to you. That's an issue, right? Because they aren't articulating or saying their sounds correctly. So I see this a lot as a speech therapist, especially when we start into kindergarten. Um, That is when it is caught, you know, not always first, but sometimes first, especially if they didn't go to, um, you know, a developmental preschool or even, um, you know, different daycare, sometimes catch it, sometimes don't. So let's look specifically at some of the sounds we're going to be um, not able to hear, not able to understand. So specifically with a lip tie, um, we're going to hear those front sounds, the B, 
the P and the M. We're going to struggle with those. Um, and they're going to have problems with their vowels, the A, E, I, O, U, um, struggling with those. Then also we look at tongue ties. Um, so those sounds that we're going to have trouble hearing because they have trouble elevating their tongue are the T, the D, N, L, you know, think of do L right now, right? It's right behind your teeth. We have to pull our tongue up really high. Um, and R's, I hear R's constantly. I see kids through eighth grade with an R that can never produce an R because they cannot pull their tongue back far enough. Okay, R's are the biggest one that I see a lot. Um, then we look at S and Z. So S and Z, I hear a lot is what we call a lisp, right? Um, so that, that is a lisp, slide, slippery, sidewalk, right? Those are the lisp. A lisp is not normal, okay? We should not be hearing lisp. That is an indicator of a tongue tie. Not all the time, but it is a big indicator. So I did some math for you, mamas. So you think about your kid going to school and a lot of parents, I feel like don't know this, that aren't in the therapy world. So as a speech therapist, let me tell you. So I live in the state of Indiana and I see kids about 20 minutes a session. They are usually not seen by themselves. There could be two to four kids in the session because we have so many kids on our caseload. So sometimes we have a hundred kids on our caseload that we are seeing in a school year. So we can't see every student by themselves, um, even though that would be lovely. I try to keep it to two kids. That is not always possible or functional. Functionable. So anyways, the 20 minutes, I also work in the state of California. I work for a virtual company too. And so in California, their standards is 30 minutes per session. Again, one, two, three students that you're working with. So let's say they have three students in a session. I'm really only dedicating about 10 minutes to them. Yes, we're all working together. Yes, we're all working on our sounds, um, but they aren't getting a lot of time. Now, usually with my kindergartners, first grade, second graders, I wanna get them off my caseload. I want to get them back into the educational classroom. And so I am seeing these kids twice a week. So at 60 minutes a week, they are being pulled from their classroom. They are being pulled during math, language arts, reading, right? These are really important at the young ages, but we have to pull them sometime and we are not pulling them at lunch during specials because they only get music once a week. They only get art once a week. We can't pull during then. We can't pull during recess. Those kids need to be up and running. They need to be moving around, right? So we're not pulling them during those times. However, I can pull them any other time. So, but we try to work with teachers on what is their strong suit? Oh, they're really good at math. Let's try to pull them during math twice a week. Okay. So, but I also did the math for you because uh, my dad was a math teacher. And so I do a lot of math. So let's say we're in California or any other state and we're pulling 60 minutes a week. We started in kindergarten. Let's assume we start on day one, which is not going to happen because we have to evaluate them and test them. Kids get sick. There are field trips. We do the best we can, but 
60 minutes a week, they're getting pulled from their classroom education. I did the math. That means they're getting pulled from kindergarten to eighth grade. Let's say they stop at eighth grade. They're getting pulled 16,200 minutes from their education. Let's convert that to days. That would be 34 school days. They are getting pulled to see a speech therapist. Take that in for a minute. 34 days we are seeing them. So I think that's wonderful they're being seen so we can work on their speech. We also work on language, right? And so we're answering WH questions. Um, we're working on antonyms, synonyms, other things that are helpful. We might not just be working on articulation as a speech therapist in the school. Stuttering, we work on that as well. Um, but I just want to make you mamas aware that... When I usually see an R kid, especially in junior high, even a few high schoolers, once they get their tongue tie released and they've come back to have therapy with me, they've done their stretches, it hasn't reattached, then guess what? They're off my caseload usually within a month because now they can move their tongue correctly where it needs to be. And we can now say all of our sounds and they're off my caseload and they're back in the educational setting. So some stuff to think about mamas um, that I feel like we don't always talk about, but I want you to see it from a different perspective from a speech therapist that's been working in the schools for quite a few years. So thanks for coming along with me and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much if you would share it with another mama or post on social media and tag me. I want to personally thank you for wanting to help other mamas. You got this. I'm rooting for your breastfeeding journey.